Silver bells, silver bells, it's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, hear the ring, soon it will be Christmas Day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> hi guys, it's Tyler, <laughs> and we're back for another Romantically jinxed episode. <laughs> uh, it's the twelfth day of Christmas or the twelfth day of December. <laughs> okay, so I've pretty much told all the West Georgia stories. If I forgot some, then I'll do a forgot to mention. <clears throat> but on to the other schools that I went to. I went to Georgia Highlands and I went to, uh, went to Darton College. Darton is where you're going to get everything. Um, those stories, those stories are coming. Okay. And I might space those out a little bit more than I have been doing these other stories. Um, because it's a lot to go into, uh, so you won't get those stories two at a time as you've been getting. There's only really one story from Georgia Highlands that really matters. So I'm going to just read the chapter. I don't remember the, the chapter number because Wattpad has been acting stupid lately. But um, I was able to read the chapter itself. So this is called Compromising Positions. And here we go. A few weeks after starting school at Georgia Highlands, I reconnected with my cousin, Desiree. Rachel and I continued hanging, but, br- but briefly stopped hanging out after a few weeks or for a few weeks after a big blowout argument. Rachel was my ex-best friend. Um, however, uh, when hanging out with Desiree, our other cousin hung out with us too. Her name is Heidi. I noticed one day while hanging out with them, someone random came over. Apparently, he was a neighbor, and turns out that he also went to Georgia Highlands. His name is Javaris. So, what are we going to do tonight? I don't know, probably same shit. This was the first time in a long time since I'd been home that I would be going out, but I was so used to going to parties... I assumed we would be getting dressed up to go to a party. They got dressed up, but we didn't go anywhere but to some places around town. We decided to park the car near a near a park, and Heidi and me smoked black and milds while Desiree, uh, neither Desiree nor Javaris, um, wanted to smoke. So how you guys know him? He's been around us for years, lived in a few houses away from Desiree. Why, you think he's cute? I didn't say that, but he seems okay. You guys would be cute. Who said anything about that? Tyler, you got to start thinking better about yourself. That seems to be a running theme 
I know what most people will tell you is that having confidence is what makes you sexy or attractive. But the fact that, but the fact was, I thought neither of myself. And to this day, I feel this the exact same way. What tends to reoccur in my life is confirmation of my insecurities over and over again. Heidi and Desiree were always, had always told me how pretty they thought I was, but truth be told, I never believed them, mainly because they are family. Family tends to say that because they will, they feel they, uh, sorry, they feel like they have to. This was opposite when it came to my dad, however, but I digress. Among me, among me and Heidi smoking, Heidi decided to make things more interesting. Hey, truth or dare, Tyler? Oh no, I'm not playing that. Come on, truth or dare. I saw the wheels turning in her head already. I knew where this was going and I decided to use the fuck it mentality and say, dare. I dare you to kiss Tavares on the neck. She thought I would chicken out, but I was like, fuck it. He looked over at me and was like, for real, Heidi? I dared her so. Instead of, uh, instead, (laughs) instead of a kiss, I decided to lick one quick time. That sent a strike through him, I could tell. He got back into the car with Desiree as me and Heidi continued to smoke. Hmm. So you do think he's cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't get any ideas. He probably isn't even checking for me. Besides, doesn't he have a girl? Nope, he's been single. Just like you. Come on, Tyler. He's a nice guy. I swear if I had a dollar for every time I heard this very speech. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I, I swear if I had a dollar for every time I've heard this very speech, I would have been... I would have had my student loans paid, living in a lavish home, and the fanciest car in the world. It seems that the theme is that they are nice, but just not nice to me. He, of course, was nice in the beginning. That's how it always is. Nevertheless, I stupidly listened, and my hormones soon followed suit. Heidi and I finished smoking our black and milds and slipped back into the car. Desiree and Heidi sat up and sat up front while Javaris and I sat in the back. The radio was on and slowly Javaris and I seemed to gradually move closer together until he was basically cuddling me. As we sat there, Desiree and Heidi just smiled at me and from what I could tell, Heidi wanted to say, told you so, I wouldn't have been so sure about that. This was so... Oh, this is what's so funny and so sad about this thing with Javaris. He danced around the idea of dating me, but wouldn't actually say that he that we were going on a date. Sound familiar? <laughs> a little <laughs> a little time passed once again. I go over Desiree's place. We they were dead set on putting makeup on me. Listen. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. Okay, (laughs) listen, me and makeup don't mix. I and all 25 years of life, which now I'm 29, so this was, yeah, a few years ago. um, I and all 25 years of life never wear makeup and refuse to wear it. 
Many have tried and failed to get me to wear it, including my fashionista of an aunt. Simply put, I don't wear it because it... Wait, I don't wear it because in my eyes it makes me look it makes me look worse than what I already look like. It makes me look like a clown essentially. However, this night I knew that I was going to meet up with Javaris. So I decided to oh god damn it, Tyler. So I decided to bend my cardinal rule. Okay, eyeshadow and lip gloss only. What about eyeliner and mascara? Nope, I said eyeshadow and lip gloss only. But Tyler, we can know it's either that or no deal. Okay, fine, fine. Can we do your hair? Yeah, that's fine too. What are you going to wear? This? Why? I mean, it's cute, but don't you want to wear something more dressy? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh, God damn it. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, it's cute, but don't you want to wear something more dressy? No. By this time, I had gained some weight, so I was not trying to dress up the same as I used to. This would be definitely the be. Oh, fuck. Okay. Sorry. Got a little... Okay, this would be this would definitely be the end the beginning of the end for me and my once just barely dressed uh, 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 uh sorry. This would definitely be the beginning of the end for me for, uh and my once just barely depressed personality. Okay, okay, that's cute. So, I'll do your eyeshadow to make uh to match your necklace. At the time, I was wearing a purple heart with a silver chain. I still have this necklace, but I don't wear it hardly anymore. Which, I do actually still have the necklace for real, for real now. Uh, but it just sits in my drawer. Heidi did a good job. She gave me a smoky eye with a hint of purple at the end while Desiree did my hair. I did look nice. I can admit that. But there's the funny part, or here's the funny part. Me and Javaris didn't even go anywhere. We stayed in the car. Like many other things in my life, actually going on a date was not one of the options I had. Javaris showed up and just got in the car with me. What's up? Hey, how are you doing? Conversation. Conversation was flat as fuck. It was obvious what he was really wanting. He leaned over. He leaned over during the fifth time I had played. Oh, I outplayed that goddamn album. Shit. He leaned over during the fifth time I had played Drake's Thank Me Later album and kissed me. The saddest rec recollection happened while kissing him. He would now be known as. Oh, fuck no. That's not true, but I said it at this time. He would be now known as my best kiss. I felt like I had been transported into another world. Jesus Christ. The moment his tongue hit mine, it was an explosion of pleasure released. And I couldn't make and I couldn't make sense of it. It was a long, slow, soft, but deep kiss. 
when we finally stopped kissing, I felt literally drunk. I could not open my eyes fully anymore at the moment. And my breath was comp- uh, was coming out in short and quick spurts. However, what came next was predictable and even more degrading. He didn't waste any time at all. Could you? He looked down and I knew exactly what he was asking. Fuck sake, man. Oh, okay. Let me just take a minute. Sorry. You guys have to understand just how, like, disappointing and, I use the word degrading, but it really is just the expectation of it all after a nice kiss, just a, a innocent, nice kiss. And, and the way that I described it in here, it was a best kiss. He looks down at his hard dick and asks me, without fully asking the question, can I suck him? I just, I can't, whatever, we're going to continue reading, sorry. I just, I had to, <sighs> god damn it, okay. Now, someone who had more sense would have said, fuck no, we just met. I definitely don't know you well enough to be sucking your dick. But at the time, I didn't. I could blame it on the inebriation of our kiss or even say, well, I did have a million insecurities and broken dreams from the past. But I will be frank and just say the truth. I did it because I wanted to believe that maybe, just maybe, if I did enough to his liking that he would want to make me his girlfriend. This is the sad truth for many girls, many many that won't be able to admit it, but for me, it is important for me to say the truth of it all. This is how I have always handled the world. I did many things to get my parents' approval, access denied. I did many things to get friends to see their approval, access denied. This was no different. When I finished, or when I was finished, I surprised, sorry. When I was finished, a surprise that wasn't already, or sorry, a surprise that I wasn't ready for came. Did you just, mm-hmm. Wow, I don't think I even, wait, what do you, wait, hold on. Did you just, mm-hmm. Wow, I don't think I ever, Am I, is he talking or me? Hold on, sorry. Did you just, mm-hmm. Wow, I don't think I ever seen a girl do that before. Was it good? I couldn't believe myself, to be honest. And even more, he, and even more so, he was the first I had that finished that way. Shortly after he left the car, I went home. And the few weeks that followed, we texted and he asked something I hadn't expected. So do you have class at two? No. Why? Want to go to lunch with me? Sure. I said with a smiley face. LOL smiley face. (laughs) Oh, wait till we get to the part about that song. Anyway, 
as it seemed, he was just, as it seemed, he had just asked me out on a date, a lunch date or a date nonetheless. Apparently I was mistaken. For starters, like all of my exes except for Jay, (laughs) all of my exes except for Jay, he did not have a car. So I picked him up and we drove to a Chinese restaurant. Some of the signs most women look for to see if it is a date or not is if the guy pays. Up until this point, if that was the case, I had never been on a date. I always paid, I always paid and I always drove. When we were at the counter paying, he he paid. I said to myself, oh, this is a date, score one for me, not. This is why I never believe anyone when they say you're beautiful, you must have guys lined up to date you. Clearly not. When we got finished eating and our conversation this time wasn't as flat, I was hoping that soon we would be talking about dating or something, but silly me. I never asked this question until I felt it was absolutely necessary because because for some guys, it's terrifying when we ask, what are we? About a week after our date, so to speak, Desiree, Heidi, and another cousin of ours, Destiny, hung out. Doing our nightly hangout at one of their houses, we were at Destiny's house and decided to try and get Desiree drunk for the first... Oh, God, I remember that. Bad idea. She's... She's had she's had drinks before I did, but she's never been drunk like I have at the at that point. We got <laughs> four locos. Oh boy, bring them back, bring them back. We got four locos, baddest drink next to Golden Grain. Desiree was too gone. She was running in circles outside while. Javaris and I were in the car watching the whole hilarious scene and Destiny and Heidi were smoking. Since we were alone in the car, I decided that now would be the perfect time to ask. So what's the deal with us? What do you mean? Pause for a second. Why do guys do that? You know damn well what I mean. (laughs) Oh God, why do guys do that? Uh, You know damn well what I mean. You're just stalling for time. I mean, are we talking, dating, that kind of thing? What are we doing? Well, I don't know. It's just, I'm just in the moment, you know. (laughs) Fuck shit. For fuck's sake, man. Well, I don't know. I'm just in the moment, you know, enjoying what we got going on now and keeping my options open. These words are all too common for me. I have never been the girl that, that, that a guy just says, baby, I want you to be mine, unless he was a creepy older man, but that's another story. Oh, God. At the moment, I was tipsy myself, so I didn't really take his words to heart. I'm not blaming it on the alcohol. It's just how I perceived it at the time. A few, moments la- or a few minutes later, he asked for it again. As I'm thinking of it now, I wish I could smack him. My fucking cousins are right there in front of us. You want me to suck your dick? You got to be kidding me. However, this mind frame did not come until later. And of course, 
not before he came later. But um, the next day at school, Desiree noticed something on my face. Tyler, what the hell is that on your lip? I told you smoking them black. Oh, yeah. Tyler, what the hell is that on your lip? I told you smoking them blacks too much. Uh, they're making your lips black. Javaris looked over and started laughing unapologetically. Des, that's not from the blacks. That's from me. That is a hickey, a hickey on your lip. He cracked up. This was not the first time that this has been done to me. Marcus had done it to me in the first time. Uh, it seemed it was done to mark territory when he did it, but with Javaris, it seemed more like a mark of humiliation, a mockery of what I had desired, but clearly was not going to get. Don't fucking do that to her. Oh, great. I had this all day. Why the fuck didn't you say anything? My bad. I'm sorry. He laughed. Things became more clear to me that I had the final straw with him when talking about our quote unquote date. He said, I take all my friends out to eat. That was not a date. The following Friday, I broke things off with him. Whatever the fuck he had, whatever the fuck he and I had. And that's the end of the chapter.